Good evening church or good morning depending on when you are watching or listening to this. Um, I'm excited to share a couple of lessons with you. Malcolm asked me if I wouldn't mind sharing a couple of lessons and so we're going to spend some time together in these next two lessons, these next two weeks, um, talking very specifically about refocusing on Jesus. Uh, you join me uh, very tired, having moved house, as uh, you might see some dark rings under my eyes um, and boxes behind me. Um, but I'm very excited to share it with all of you and um, I'll show you around a little bit when it's light. It's uh, a bit later where I am. But I hope you've had a good week so far, uh, wherever you are, whatever you've been doing. And for this first part of this lesson series, what I wanted to do is just read some scripture together. And I wanted to encourage everyone as a family group, in your family group, to spend some time just reading um, scriptures together and talking about it, but, but spending good time reading good chunks of scripture, particularly about Jesus. And so we're going to do that together today. And this is partly inspired by my own Bible study. And, um, and I was also heartened this last weekend, Sunday, we had house church in Cheltenham, where I live is in Sirencester, which is about 25 minutes north of Swindon and about 20 odd minutes south of Cheltenham. Um, and we had we had house church at Dawn's house and we had uh, Modern Anna and our family group there and, and their children. We also had some people come down from Birmingham. Uh, Simon Evans gave us a lesson which was great. And he happened to be preaching from the book of Colossians. And I was very excited about that because I just started reading it two days before that. Um, and something I had, I did that I wanted to share with everyone, which I hadn't really done together in terms of reading scripture. And it brought out to me even more powerfully who Jesus is and um, is incredibly inspiring. And my, my goal really for the next couple of weeks is simply what Colossians chapter 2 says in, in verse 6. Um, so then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. So that's my hope from these next couple of weeks together that uh, we all continue to live our lives in him rooted you know, built up which I hope this will serve to help you feel more built up and be more built up in your life strengthened in your faith and um, and particularly overflowing with thankfulness as as I know we are all keenly aware it's a very challenging time in, in our world in the UK uh, all around the world and um, you know, in the UK, we're experiencing what a lot of other countries have experienced for some time. We've got the spectre of some um, electric blackouts. We've got inflation um, and, and a lot of insecurity, political insecurity, etc. And um, so we get to feel perhaps what, you know, some other parts of the world feel more, even more strongly than we do. And of course, um, the, the continued war in Ukraine, it's it's a... A terribly insecure time especially for disciples in the ukraine so let's keep praying for our brothers and sisters there and in russia and indeed all across europe um but let's have a focus now on the scriptures so colossians what we're going to do is read three passages of scripture together 
um, and then think about what they mean combined. Um, I'm really excited about this. And so what we're going to first do is read John chapter 1, then Colossians chapter 1, then Hebrews chapter 1. So it's a triple one. And, um, and then let's, let's see where the Spirit leads us. And, and it's a little bit of a stream of consciousness lesson for me because um, I've had a, a very big, few, busy couple of weeks moving um, with, uh, with work and many other things. And my wife's just recovering from an operation. And so things are very hectic and they might be very hectic in your life too. And, and that's okay. We get through it with God. But let's have a look at the scriptures here. So John chapter 1 refocus our minds on Jesus. Um, John chapter 1 and verse 1 it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He, he cried out saying, this is the one I spoke about when I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. The grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Colossians chapter 1, in verse 15, it says, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and, is, and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head 
of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now... He has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation if you continue in your faith established and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard. And that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1. In the past God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things. And through whom also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. Incredible pieces of scripture and un unbelievably inspiring. I want you to take a bit of time to digest these scriptures. Read them for yourself um, and think about what resonates for you in chapter 1 of John, chapter 1 of Colossians, chapter 1 of, of Hebrews about Jesus. What is it that strengthens you? What is it that, that deepens your root? What is it that makes you overflow with thanksgiving? As the scripture that, that I read at the beginning, Colossians says, these are amazing scriptures detailing exactly who our Lord is and our Master is. Um, when I first read this all together, honestly, I just sat down a little bit overwhelmed. Um, because when you, when you consider just how great Jesus is, everything was created for him, by him, through him. He's before every, everything. He, he is the one that purifies us of our sins. Um, we know the pain that he went through on the cross. And the light, I love the scripture, it says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. That for each of us in our lives individually, we understand that light. We see that he, he just demolishes darkness in our hearts. Yes, it's not easy. Um, yes, we need to work on our repentance and make great decisions um, constantly. But um, it for me, it reminds me of when I was first wanting to know about God and I really didn't know if God existed. 
And I remember praying and saying, God, please, if you do exist, help me to see. And then coming to understand the scriptures and who Jesus is. It's just incredible. Um, now, in the next lesson, we're going to talk a little bit more practically. But consider who Jesus is from these scriptures. And then consider the impact that has on your life on a daily basis. Um, are you forgetting the very power of Jesus and who he is in your daily life, at work, in your home, with your family, with your direct family, with your spouse if you're married, with your children if you have children, with your extended family, whoever they are, um, with your brothers, with your sisters, even your physical brothers and sisters, your spiritual brothers and sisters. I really believe that um, when we focus our hearts solely on Christ and um, in comparison to everything else, there, there is this huge chasm of focus. It puts everything into the right perspective. And we remember who Jesus is, just how powerful he is. It changes the nature of our prayers. Um, it changes our endurance. It changes our ability to be resilient, spiritually resilient, because we understand who Jesus is. We know our Savior. We know the one we depend on. We know the one that takes our burdens. Um, it's incredible when you think about these scriptures and then you start allowing your mind to flow through all the stories of the interactions that Jesus had with different people. And it's no wonder when we read in the book of Acts, there was mass repentance when they understood who Jesus was. And Peter is appealing to them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. They responded because they started to realize who Jesus really is. And it's the same for us. So let me encourage you, if for some reason you've taken your eyes off Jesus, delve into the scriptures. Spend time eating the scriptures. Spend time in prayer. Eat it. Spend time discussing this with your brothers and sisters. Um, if that doesn't describe you, then, then uh, please spend time encouraging other people, whatever you're reading. Um, the thing I, I've, I've realized more and more the longer I've lived is that, um, that God loves the church and he wants to work through us collectively. Um, so any insight that you have from your Bible study, from your prayer times, make an effort to share that at church on Sunday from a practical perspective, whether it's or even just during the week, if you're meeting during the week, or even just in a conversation you have with another Christian, ask, so what are you reading on in the Bible? Tell me a little bit more about that. What's your insight? Um, I had, and, and I've, I've kind of failed at this. I, I saw Roger um, Packham at the, the, the churchwide, my cats are going crazy, the churchwide service. <laughs> Sorry, the one dog loves chasing the cat. Um, at the churchwide service, and Roger was saying to me, um, oh, I had this cool insight in the scriptures. And um, it was right at the end of church. And I said, oh, please tell me what it is. And then I said, let's get together on the, on the phone the next week. And, um, and then I got busy with life and, uh, and I thought, oh no, it's good. I still need to get together with Roger to hear this insight that he had in the scriptures. Um, but, uh, you know, let me encourage you this week to do that um, in your family group. Share what you're learning in the scriptures. Um, and not just in, a, in a, one, a one minute conversation. Have a deep conversation about 
what you're learning and how that's helping you to grow. Spend time particularly in John chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1, and Hebrews chapter 1. Remind yourself who Jesus is. And I hope that that lifts your heart, it lifts your mind, um, and that gives you strength to endure whatever, whatever is going on in your life. And especially if it's a challenging time for you. Um, and collectively, it definitely is in our world right now. But we have Jesus, and that is what we must hold on to. And let us share about Jesus with everyone that we interact with. Um, I had a great opportunity with my uh, one of my new neighbours, and I was with, with Jen and my daughter, and um, I shared this on Sunday with the brothers and sisters. And um, you know when you have a moment where you think, oh, should I say something? Should I not say something? And this is going to be awkward. And oh. anyway, it's my it's my new neighbor. We were chatting at the front, and he's lived here a couple, few more years than me. And um, well, I guess obviously he's only just moved in. Um, and I was asking him about the neighborhood. And anyway, somehow we got into this conversation. I don't even know how it happened. And he said, oh, are you a priest then? I said, well, not really, but well, well, I am because I'm a Christian and a saint and a priest. In fact, I said, well, it's, it's the same thing in the Bible. It's interchangeable, the words. And, and he said, well, oh, I'm a Christian. I said, oh, great. I said, so tell me, what are you reading in the Bible? Oh, I don't really read the Bible. So and I kind of had a quizzical look on my face and, um, my daughter was there watching the interaction and um, so he had a big, strong aversion to religion. And I said, no, no, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about following Christ. And um, he's a little bit older than me and, and it, I think it was probably the first time someone had challenged him about his definition of what a Christian is. And I thought to myself, okay, my neighbor's probably going to be, I'm going to see him, you know, a number of times over the next few years. Um, I said, look, this is just the first part of our conversation. I'd love to discuss this more. And then we talked about um, something else. And But it was just great to, um, in that moment, I thought, mm, should I say something? Is it going to be awkward? I said, no, no, I'm gonna, just going to say something in my mind. And, 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 and I believe God will bless that somehow. And um, so I don't know what that is for you. You know, maybe it's at work and, and or maybe it's with your family or I, I don't know. But let me encourage you just to be bold. Why? It's not really about me. It's not really about you and how we feel. It's about Jesus. We understand who Jesus is and we must tell people about who he is. Because guess what? A lot of people are not reading this and they don't understand. They don't understand the significance of following Jesus. Um, so let's make the most of every single opportunity and share about him. And uh, I look forward to the lesson next week there'll be a few more um, practical insights and we'll get a bit more focused on the scriptures but I just wanted to have this as a time where we where we um, we talk about these scriptures and and please go away in your family groups and and, and pick this apart and um, and if you when you see me or others in the fellowship when we meet in different places um, let's share about these beautiful insights that we have and and uh, and learn and grow together, um, but have a great week, and I look forward to to seeing some of you at at, at church and um, uh, and hearing about what you're learning.
Um, love you all and if you are near the Siren Sister area, please uh, message me. I'd love to have you over. Not in the next two weeks or it might be a fleeting visit uh, until we get the house sorted out. But um, we do plan to have house church here at some point. So please pray for that. Um, continue to pray for um, the Cheltenham area, um, Newbury, where our family group is as well, and particularly kind of in, the, in this west, west and southwest part of the country. Um, please keep in your prayers Bristol and Bath and, and the, the towns, the cities, the campuses. Um, there's there's uh, still so much work to do in spreading the gospel and uh, how exciting it is. And I, obviously I keep continuing to pray as well for, for all the different groups. And um, But uh, have a great week ahead and look forward to seeing, seeing you next next time.